はい Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we talk to Carrie Anderson, three time defending Scotty's champion, as she kicks off a quest for a four peat that's only ever been done once before in Canadian women's curling. Colleen Jones, of course, the other. And also, Rashid Bailey is back for another season in blue and gold. He tells us why on the podcast. The Scotties. We're about to have the Scotties on the Boston Pizza Sports desk. The Scotties Tournament of Hearts begins tonight in Kamloops as Carrie Anderson and company go for a fourth straight title. Only Colleen Jones has ever skipped a team to four consecutive Canadian Women's Championships. But for Anderson to join that company, it will not be easy. Very, very stacked field. Three teams from their pool of nine will advance to the next round and then three from the others. In her group, Caitlin Laws, Saskatchewan's Robin Silvernagel, Alberta, BC, fielding first-time Scotties teams, Nova Scotia, Quebec, PEI, Suzanne Burt's been there a thousand times, and Nunavut as well. It all begins with a meeting against Laurie Saint-Georges in Quebec at 8 o'clock tonight. And before the action gets underway, well, let's hear from the three-time champion who I caught up with yesterday. How does it feel to be uh, heading back to the Scotties for another chance to repeat as a winner? Um, it's definitely very exciting and, um, you know, it's, uh, it never gets old. That's for sure. And, uh, uh, being back here in Kamloops, um, and yeah, we're, we're just excited to play and which starts on Friday. So yeah, we're uh, hoping to defend our title. Does it get any different i mean you've won the last three does the preparation change at all or do you just go into it thinking hey we've done this before let's just keep doing what we've been doing yeah nothing really changes we just keep doing our thing and uh doing what works for us and focusing on what we need individually and as a team do you survey the field when you go into this do you look at the teams in your pool and and wonder where you stack up or do you just say hey if we just play our game we're we're capable of winning this thing uh to be honest (laughs) i said to the girls i was like when's our first game when who do we play who's even in our pool um i don't really look into uh, a whole lot of that i just take one game at a time and we have our schedule that's like we have printed in our room when we play um we know that every single game is going to be tough um, everyone comes out playing against us all the time and we know that we have to, uh, be our best. So you do know that you play Quebec first, right? I, I do know that one. I know the first game. <laughs> okay. Good to know. The, the fact that, uh, we got, we got this second year now of this new structure of the, the page playoff kind of play in system. The system changes almost every year for the Scotties, but last year you won your pool, but then lost that one. So you have to go to the three, four game. Do you like that system? Um, It's definitely uh, different, it, but I don't know what system really works. So um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot of games, but um, uh, if you want to win your country, you got to play a lot of games. So uh, yeah, we just, um, yeah, it, we just got to make sure that we get our downtime when we have it. Have you been to Kamloops before? Um, back when I first started women's, we came here for one event. Um, but uh, that was probably, I want to say, like 12 years ago, 13 years ago. So it's nice to be back here. 
What's it like in Kamloops today? Um, it's a little cloudy today. Uh, yesterday was absolutely beautiful, and uh, I heard back at home in Manitoba that, it, that we're getting a storm. So I was like, oh, I'm glad we're here. <laughs> yes, it is. It is chilly today. It's sunny, but it's chilly today. But you know how that is. Yeah. So have you the the, the fact that you can go for a fourth straight that that would put you in rare company if you were able to win that. We all remember the Nova Scotia dynasty of the early 2000s, skipped by Colleen Jones. Is that on your radar at all? Um. Not, like I've thought about it a bit. Um, that would definitely be uh, really special uh, to be up there with Colleen Jones. Um, but for us this week, we're just focusing on taking one game at a time and focusing on ourselves and uh, see how the cards fall at the end of the event. So this offseason, obviously, a lot of turnover in curling, a lot of new teams put together. Your team is is one that is the same as before. There are other teams that haven't changed either, but most of them have to some degree. But You've made the final of all four Grand Slams you've played in so far this year. Are you satisfied with how your team's level is at heading into this event? Yeah, I'm uh, definitely satisfied. Everyone's been throwing really well. And yes, we've made it to a lot of those finals and we've only won one. But um, we weren't as sharp in those final games if that had to do with fatigue. And like, um, yeah, so we just kind of put those uh, aside and it's pretty amazing to even get to those finals. So we're just, uh, yeah, we're going to focus on uh, being consistent throughout this week and, uh, and hopefully we come out on top. What does it say about Manitoba that four of the top seven teams in the country right now are from here and are playing in this event? Yeah. Manitoba has a lot of uh, amazing women's teams and it's tough. Um, trying to get out of Manitoba and it always has been even in juniors it was too uh for myself so um yeah it's pretty amazing to see uh four teams in the Scotties and I guess that's another one of the blessings of being the defending champ is you don't have to play in the Manitoba playdowns which are arguably the hardest in the country yeah it's definitely nice to just sit on the couch and uh and watch that and watch all the playdowns happen and uh do your predictions. Um, so it's uh, nice to have that. would like to continue. <laughs> As the playdowns were happening, were you paying pretty close attention to who was playing in them? Uh, yep. I uh, didn't. Uh, I, we, a lot of our Sundays were spent on the couch watching curling. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Curling household. Are your, uh, are your kids into curling? Oh, yes, they absolutely love curling. They don't necessarily watch it a whole lot on TV, um, but uh, they love playing the game. Okay. Are they in Kamloops or are they going to be watching from home? They're going to be coming to Kamloops. They arrive here on Monday. Okay. So they come on the long weekend. They get to see you on the home stretch. When they're in the building, do you notice them? Do you acknowledge that your family's there watching? Or are you so locked in that after the game, yes, but during, no, I'm just focused on the action? Always before the game, the girls come down to the boards and give me a hug and a kiss before I uh, play. And I always know where they're sitting. Um, if I ha- I'm having a tough game or if I miss a shot, I always just look up at them and see their smiling little faces and um, definitely put things into perspective. And uh, um, yeah, and I hope that uh, one day that the- I'll be watching them where I am. Do you think they have what it takes to go for a Scotty's title someday? 
Uh, most definitely. Um, I've actually had them out playing one game with me and the shots that they've made for nine years old, it, they, they made everything. And, um, they just know a lot about the game and they're very dedicated to it. So um, if they want to pursue their curling career, I'm fully behind them. But they don't have to. It's up to them. But no, they don't have to if they don't want to. <laughs> the the no-tick rule, I believe this is the first year we're seeing it at the national championship level. Do you like it? Um, yeah, I don't mind it. Um, it definitely makes things a lot interesting. You got to get those, uh, first two stones, uh, absolutely perfect. Um, we have, uh, had some very interesting games where we've went into extra ends cause they've stolen. So yeah, definitely, uh, it makes things come down to the wire. So you're okay with having that kind of element of suspense in the 10th, as opposed to you make two ticks and it's basically over. Yeah, um, it's definitely gotten used to it over the last uh, few years. Like we really only adapted the tick only into like two years, three years ago. So um, for our team, uh, but uh, yeah, we uh, just got to make sure we execute. In the end, whether it's ticks or no ticks, you make your shots, then you you win. And if you don't, then it doesn't go so well, right? Exactly. Like if you're going to uh, no, double nose those peels, then yeah, you're going to get in a little bit of trouble. So uh, yeah, it, all, it always just all comes down to execution. So going into this tournament, uh, do you feel as confident as ever? Or is this maybe the strongest field you faced? What do you think about the field? Um, I think it's like we say this every single year that uh, this is the strongest field. But to be honest, this is actually the strongest field um, that I've played in. And um, every single game is going to be tough. I can't let up. And um, we will definitely uh, have to play really well. Do you, so looking at the round robin, you know how many games you have. Do you have a number in mind of how many you have to win? Nope. I just want to win them all. <laughs> okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and finally, wearing the Buffalo is obviously a big honor, but getting to wear the Maple Leaf on your back year after year, does that get old? It definitely doesn't get old. Um, I absolutely love the feeling of opening up the box and, uh, seeing the red and white and the maple leaf and putting that on our backs. It's always something special and that everyone dreams about um, doing. So um, it'll never get old. Well, Carrie, wish you the best of luck this week. Thanks for taking the time as always. And we'll uh, check in as we go along. Sounds great. Thank you. Rashid Bailey. Today it was announced of signing a one-year deal with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers and the receiver joins us now on the show. Rashid, how does it feel to be back for another year in blue and gold? Man, I can honestly say it's, you know, it's been a blessing. It's been, you know, it's been a hard-fought journey, you know, going back and forth and the the, the ugly, the good, the bad, the pretty, and the most beautiful. And um, I can honestly say, man, my heart is where it needs to be, right here in Winnipeg. You tweeted Wednesday night, just a, a heartbreak emoji, 9.40 p.m. And then today you tweeted a blue heart emoji. Why did you tweet that Wednesday night? Man, there was a lot going on. You know, I, it, it wasn't feeling like it was going to be possible. And, man, it, it, it everything just took a turn. And I just, 
you know, I made a decision and um, I made a decision to make a sacrifice and um, I just couldn't, I couldn't turn my back. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't turn the chapter. I wanted to continue this chapter and what better way to do it than with my family, with my brothers and with the fans, with the fans, with the fans of Winnipeg. I mean, they played a huge part in this. Yeah, I looked at the replies in the tweet. All, all everyone saying Winnipeg's going to miss you, and it was almost a, a, you know, a done deal. We all thought that the Bombers wouldn't be able to bring you back. So, did you receive offers from other teams in the last few days? There were, there were, there were, there was a lot of action and a lot of stuff going on. But like I said, that that blue heart, it couldn't let it go. I just couldn't let it go. I needed, I needed. I needed to be where I am. And I think God is going to use me in a different kind of way, and and I'm 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 right where I need to be. Did you leave money on the table to come back? Uh, I did, I did, I did, and you know that's not the you know you know it seems to be the main thing, and um, you know it is part of it. It's definitely part of it, and I did, and um, like I said, in some way, some form or fashion. You know, I'll be blessed somewhere else. I'll be blessed in another former fashion, and, and that's what it's going to be. Um, I believe in this team. I believe in the organization. I believe in the fans. Um, I know I made the right decision. Why do you love Winnipeg so much? To be honest, I've grew so much in that city. I've learned to love the game of CFL in that city. I became a starter in that city. I, you know, like I can see myself having a family in that city one day, maybe. Um, they're just, they just represent who I am as a person. You know, it's a city that is a blue collar city, people who work hard, people who show up every single day and they, and they, and they, and they go to work. And that's the kind of guy I am. And that's the top type of people I want to play for. And, I just grew a, a passion and a love for that city, and I, I just—it's like—it's like the—it's like the girl you can't let go, and um, I'm going to love it until I can't no more. Does Winnipeg remind you at all of Philadelphia? It does, with the fans and how passionate they are. Um, it, it, it's a different type of energy, you know. It, the energy that describes—you can't describe it. You know, like people talk about the city of Winnipeg and they talk about how cold it is. But I'm the type of dude who embraces that type of stuff. I embraced it and it be, and it and it has become a part of me. And um, that's the main reason why I'm back, because Winnipeg is a part of who I am and it's close to me and it means a lot to me. So looking at this offense now with everything y'all did the last couple of years, now you add Kenny Lawler back into it. Dalton Schoen is back. Nick Dembski, Drew Olatarski, Brady Oliveira, Zach Kolaris, the offensive line. How exciting is it to be a part of that? It's so exciting that I didn't want to miss it. These are people who are not just people to me. These are people who are my brothers. Kenny being back to start the love and uh, respect that we have for one another. You know, I watched this interview talking about me and I just can't get over the fact that like, you know, he even said some of those words, you know, and 
I know that's the, these are the people that I'm playing for. These are the people that I go to work with every day. That's important to me. You know, going to work and being able to, 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 to respect one another and have that love for one another, that means a lot to me. So, you know, even the same thing with Dembski and Wiley and everybody else and, and Dalton, all these people who have bought into what we do and how we do things in Winnipeg, that's something that I didn't want to not miss. So whatever it takes to be in this position, I was willing to do it. And maybe I'm the only person that's willing to do this. And that's why God has chosen me. And I'm here. I'm ready to start a new year. And I'm ready to go put another run together and go win another championship. This love that you describe in this locker room, the bond that's pulling you back to Winnipeg, we've heard it from so many people that have been a part of this team. Do you feel that's unique to this team? It's very unique because you don't find stuff like this in the business like that we are in. You know, it's, it's typically just a business. It's typically just guys who collect a paycheck and go home. These aren't guys who collect paychecks and just go home. These are guys who put the time in. They put the work in. We put extra time in. You can't replicate that. I don't care what you do. You can't replicate it. And it's something that I'll live for and I'll remember for the rest of my life. And that's the sacrifice I was willing to take. And now that everybody has known, everybody sees it, this is not a fake thing. This is real. And if, if, if I'm being used to show how real it is, then I'll be the guy. Um, so whatever comes with this comes with it. I'm just going to give everything I got, and hopefully we get the result that we want. We've asked this of every free agent signing. Have you watched the Grey Cup game? I probably watched it maybe 15 times. Wow, that many. Maybe more. It is a staple into why another reason why I'm coming back. I remember that feeling. I remember sitting out on that football field and watching them celebrate for about 15 to 20 minutes. I didn't forget. It's the reason why I'm back. And it's the reason is to go finish what we started. Is Mike O'Shea right when he says that the loss hurts more than the win feels good? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, and yes. Because we know what we were capable of and we had it right there. And I think sometimes you got to lose to learn how to win. Sometimes you got to lose money or whatever it is in this case that I'm in to, to, to be rewarded in the end. Maybe that's what it's that, maybe that, maybe that's what it's all about. You know, and you never know until you see what the result is. But while we're at it, I'm going to put all the work I need to put in. And I'm going to show up come training camp. And we're going to get the work. And we're going to put this thing back together. And we're going to get back after it. So between now and when you arrive in Winnipeg, is it just train, train, train? Of course. It's putting the time in. It's putting the work in. i got some other things that I'm working on that I'm going to put a lot of time into as well. Um but my overall goal is to come back and try to win a championship. Have you heard from teammates today since it was announced you were coming back? <laughs> I have. I have. I really have. I felt the love, man. I really have, man. Even me and, me and Kenny, man, I think we probably teared up on the phone together. You know, just, you know, we talked about this even when he was gone in Edmonton, man. You know, we talked about being back together. And now it's true. You know, texts from Dembski, calls from Willie and 
Jackson Jeffcoat scream in my in my ear. <laughs> I mean, you you feel it. You definitely feel it. You know, Brady literally just texted me five minutes ago. You know, guys know what I bring to the table. I know what I'm bringing to the table. Um, I, I'm excited about it, and um, it's just it's it's a it's a feeling that we all remember for a long time, and and hopefully we can get the result that we want. Listener named Richard texts in. Thank you, Rashid. We're so happy to have you back. I think he speaks for a lot of Blue Bomber fans when he says that. Rashid, thanks for your time tonight. Appreciate this, and we'll see you on the football field wearing a Blue Bomber jersey this summer. Yes, sir. 88 all the way. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m., of course. That is when the Jets are not playing, because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell, until we meet again. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. We try to warn you all.